Yud, Aleph, Adar, Bet, Tafshin, Ayin, Tet. Coming to you live from the headquarters of Ariel Tours in New York, I'm Mayor Weingarten. Welcome to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Welcome one and all, welcome to this week's live edition of 
the Israel Show. We are here each and every Monday immediately following JM in the AM, which translates to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And usually, well, we won't say what usually it is, but this week and next week, it translates to 3 p.m. Israel Time. Later on, it goes back to the 4 p.m. Israel Time, which is when we are usually on, but because of the difference in the daylight savings times and all that, you know that. <laughs> and of course... You can listen to us via the great, the wonderful Nachum Siegel Network app, available for free on the iPod, on the um, in the iStore, iTunes Store, and um, on the uh, Play, whatever it's called for Android. But, uh, bottom line, it's available on every possible uh, um, digital media that you would like. And that would make it convenient for you. You can listen to it live, and you can even listen to it later or tell your friends about it. You say, wow, I heard such a great show, wonderful music, interesting analysis. Go to the archives at the Nachum Siegel Network app. Look for the Israel Show, and you can listen to it. You can even download it into your device so that you can listen to it in the car without it costing you data. You can do the same on NachumSiegel.com. It's called Audio On Demand. You just demand it, and it's there. So many ways to listen, and we thank you so much, and so many of you for tuning in and making us a part of your week. Facebook.com slash The Israel Show, where you will find updates, including a weekly listing of uh, YouTube links to the music videos of the songs that we played during the show. And I must tell you that we do play a lot of great music, including debut music. Oh, I would say almost every other week we're debuting a song, and we're going to debut uh, a song today as well from Yonatan Razel, the great Yonatan Razel. Um, we are not in the joyous Purim mood that we should be. The music will, uh, to a great extent, portray that. Um Yesterday in Israel, there was a terror attack and two people were killed. A young soldier, 19-year-old soldier, and a um, 47-year-old father of 12. Fantastic, beautiful person, rabbi. Rabbi... Achiad Ettinger will tell you about both of these wonderful people who the Jewish who are lost to the Jewish nation because of the murderers, the bloodthirsty terrorists that come from the Palestinian side of the wall and murder innocents. We'll tell you about the two of them. We'll play from you for you some audio, believe it or not. That's already out of the soldier Gal Kedan was a musician. Very interesting. At the age of nineteen, he was already considered an an excellent musician, a professional on a professional level. And we'll play some short clips of his music and of him himself talking. And then we will discuss something that is, has a lot of people in Israel scratching their head. The Israeli Supreme Court ruled earlier today, just a few hours ago, that the um, candidate that was uh, on the slate of the Bayit Yehudi as part of the Otsmali Israel party, we spoke about them last week, Michael Ben Ari, who had been a Knesset member for four years, a few years back. They they decided that he may not run for election. And in doing so, they upturned the decision that was made by the election committee just last week. At the same time, the election committee banned the participation of uh, some of the more radical Arab lists, Arab parties, who call, I mean, although they don't say it out, but clearly uh, 
They don't want Israel to be a Jewish state, truly not a Jewish democratic state. They support the right of all X millions of people that they call Palestinian refugees to come back and to uh, just take, you know, they would just take over Israel. That would be the end of the Jewish state. They refuse to recognize the Jewish state. And even though the law in Israel seems to clearly indicate that if you do not support the state of Israel as being a democratic Jewish state, you can't run. Somehow, the right-wing candidate Michael Ben-Ari is out, and the radical leftist communist Ofer Kasif and the Balad party are in. We'll tell you about that. We'll play for you. This is amazing. I was able to find it this morning. We will play for you clips from Ofer Kasif, who, as I say, is running as a radical leftist on the Arab party, as a representative of, of the communists. He's a professor at the Hebrew University. He is educating the future generations. Somebody, some very brave soul, recorded a class of his, and you will hear some of the gems of what he said, and yet he is being allowed to run for the Knesset, and Michael Ben-Ari is not. Yeah, it's a weird place. Very similar issues in Israel and in the United States. We're going to play for you Kshehalev Bocheh, Michael Harpaz, and sticking with the theme, and staying with the theme, I should say. Um, we opened up, by the way, with Kanfei Ruach, which is um, words by Rav Cook, was recorded in memory of the boys that were killed in the massacre at Yeshivat Litzi'irim, the high school of Merkaz Harav. I believe it was 11 years ago. So, nothing changes. Kshehalev Bocheh, Michael Harpaz. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nachum Siegel Network. Israel 
When our hearts cry and our hearts are crying, Michael Harpaz. So yesterday, Sunday, Yud Adar Bet, a 19-year-old soldier who was standing at a bus stop slash hitchhiking gathering point just outside of the city of Ariel which is in the Shomron but very close to the border with Israel 19 year old soldier Gal Kedan was killed he's from Beersheba posthumously promoted to the rank of staff sergeant. I've seen a few videos of this young man who we lost yesterday, and you can tell from the way he looks, from the way he talks, and how he holds himself, that he is just a delicate neshama. We lost a delicate neshama yesterday. He was a musician, very accomplished musician, not the typical teenager with, uh, you know, drums or electric guitar, <laughs> etc. He played a very unusual instrument. It's called the manocello. It's sort of like a mix between a mandolin and a cello. It is used in eastern type music and he was the, a, a lead player in uh, this um, orchestra he studied at the music conservatorium or conservatory I have to assume that that's where he did his, uh, his um, high school education I'm not 100% sure and um, everybody that spoke of him, spoke of him with such love and admiration and about what a special person. And this is before 
This is not Acharei Mot. This is Lishnei Mot. So I'll play for you a few clips of uh, Gal Kedar. The first one is just like a few seconds of his playing, um, like half a minute or so, of his playing the mandocello accompanied only by a pianist. And just hear the virtuoso of his uh, of of his talent. I don't know. I, for me, when you hear such beautiful music coming out of the soul of somebody and you know that he is no longer with us, it's just heartbreaking. Just a, a innocent kid, really, 19 years old, but still an innocent kid. There's a video of um, the recital that closed out his uh, it was his last performance at the conservatory the music conservatory and um i will post the link to it if you'd like to see what he looked like and how he played and how he interacted with the people around him we'll we'll post it on our facebook page facebook.com/theisraelshow um and and you know it's something that helps us realize the loss that we have when we talk about who these people were. Even a 19-year-old kid, but super talented in a certain area. The loss of every life that almost passes us by in our daily conversation, in our daily discussions, in our life as we go on as we should, planning for Purim and all the festivities and everything, but I find it important to take a moment and, and learn a little bit about these people that have given their life. They're Kedoshim. They are Kedoshim. They are holy, holy souls that gave their lives for the Jewish people and because just because they were Jewish themselves. Um, I have two more clips that I'd like to share with you. One is uh, at the end of the uh, recital, um, he, he, as I guess the leader of the students, saying goodbye, this class which is now saying goodbye to the teachers and, and so forth, he thanks all the different people and um, you can just hear in his voice what you would call in Yiddish the Edelkeit, the fineness. The, 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 just. And by the way, he he was not Israeli born. He was born in Moldova. It's funny because I remember my father always used to tell us about the music of Moldova, and the mandolin was uh, was a key component of that. So here is uh, the holy neshama recorded a little while back. Gal. Just thank yous, typical, but so idle. See the video if you want to get a better idea. And the last words... Um, of uh, the two of the uh, women that taught at the conservatorium and who obviously saw in him such a special young man and such an amazing budding talent. They were saying goodbye to him and reminding him. First of all, they pointed out how he's mastered this instrument that's not very 
well-known, and probably he's, at this point, a world-class um, master of the of the playing of this unique instrument. And then they uh, wish him all the best and so forth. And the imperative at the end, which just is heartbreaking, they say to him, keep playing, keep playing your music. Unfortunately, his music has been silenced.
Ofra Chaza, the late Ofra Chaza, singing with the uh, Israeli Philharmonic, the tears of angels, as we remember those who were killed yesterday in the terror attack. Innocent people were just shot at, shot to the head by a murderer who came out of the Palestinian Authority. Hoping to get killed. He left behind the message. Wants to be a Shahid. And he believes that he will become a Shahid by killing innocent Jews. That's where we are. A new song, uh, we'll get uh, soon to Rav uh, Achyar Ettinger, a new song by um, Yonatan Razel. Very interesting. It's part of the project called Shame Olam 2019. And the idea is to bring to the younger generation the memory of the Holocaust through song. And um, the words to this song were written by a Holocaust survivor. By the, no, did he survive? I think he survived the Holocaust, but his family did not. Yishayahu Spiegel when they were going through the horrors of um, of the war, he wrote this melody to help put his uh, kids to sleep and others' kids to sleep. He lost his daughter, and he wrote it in memory of his daughter. The music was then put to the words by Yonatan Rozelle, and he performs it. Uh, I think it's, uh, I, I would assume it's a, um, it's a takeoff on the uh, old Yiddish song, Rojenkis mit Mandlin, which is raisins and almonds. And his is, Lotsimukim Veloshkedim, no raisins and no almonds. It was originally written in Yiddish, it was translated into Hebrew. And uh, they write that, Many, many in the ghetto who got the song used it to calm their children and help put them to sleep at night. Lotzimukim shkedim primeged nasa abaliknot ben chemed lo 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 bini. Father didn't go to buy goodies. He left us, turned away, and has gone to the far corners of the earth. Eventually, eventually he will return and see you. My name is Mayor Weingarten. You are tuned to the Israel Show on the Nahum Siegel Network. Lo 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 l
Jonathan Rizal with that lullaby from the Holocaust. <sighs> what can we say? Harav Achyad Ettinger, 47 years old, father of 12, the youngest, I uh, should start with the oldest, is 20 and is expecting a child very soon. The youngest is one. They no longer have a father, a wonderful, wonderful, very special rabbi, a Talmud Chacham, who while he was being attacked by the Arab murderer, saw what was happening, got his car closer, took out his gun, tried to shoot, but was shot first. Tamir Chacham and a hero. Spent many years in yeshivot, studying, teaching. We've spoken for a long time about what's going on in southern Tel Aviv where illegal, uh, illegal aliens have infiltrated from Somalia, from Sudan from Eritrea and have turned it into a hellhole. Well, he took a group of young men and started a yeshiva there in that neighborhood specifically called Ozva Emuna in order to try and help create a different dynamic there. He was hailed by the community leaders who are so broken now with his loss. Oh, gosh. Always the best of us, always the best of us. Over the weeks we'll find out more about the amazing work that he did. Achiad Ettinger, Hashem Yikom Damo. And we'll bring it to you. Let's play um, something from Shai Gapso. It's actually brand new. It's called Lihiot. And then we'll go on to learn a little bit about Ofer Kasif, professor at Hebrew University and the vile things that he says, which somehow allows him to run for the Knesset, while others are not. (laughs) 
את תמיד צוחקת, שאני לבד בחושך זה יותר פשוט מזה. אומרת ומושכת, אמרת לי שאת פה, שאני יכול לבכות. ותמיד את שם, תמיד נורא, תמיד ליד, תמיד נכאב, תמיד לבד, תמיד איתך, ואת להישאר פה, וכמה זה פשוט לדעת שנגעתי, שוב אומרת שאת פה, וזה בסדר לפעמים לצחוק. כשהרוח חזקה, ואני ממשיך הלאה, מחבק אותה חזק, ומורי תמיד למעלה, איך את מחייכת, כשאני רוצה להיות. ותמיד את שם, תמיד נורא, תמיד ליד, תמיד נכאב, תמיד לבד. Brand new from uh, Shai Gabso, Lihiyot is the name of that. Love to bring you brand new music, debuting stuff that hopefully you will enjoy and will become part of your musical repertoire, second one today. Okay, this is the really crazy part of the show. <laughs> If I could say that, I don't know. Like it's not crazy that... that that people go out to murder others. A professor at the Hebrew University by the name of Ofer Kasif, a Jew who identifies himself as a communist, says in class that the law that was passed in the Knesset by a majority of the Knesset members, the elected body, which is called Chok HaLeon, the national law, which basically says that Israel is the national homeland of the Jewish people, But at the same time is very well known, it's not in the law itself, but it is quite well known because there is another law, basic law, that all citizens of the state of Israel have equal rights. Anyone who reads Chok HaLeom, the national law, understands that no rights are being taken away from anybody. This, I guess I have to say disgusting, I, I don't like name calling, professor in class at the Hebrew University says that the law, and I'm quoting now, I'm translating, the law that they passed yesterday is similar, too similar, to the law passed in the Third Reich. And this is something that we have to be aware of. In the Third Reich, It's similar. It's not the same. It's not the same. He, he, he emphasized at one point. But it's similar. It's similar to what? Then he goes on to say, and if you don't see the similarity, and again, I'm not saying that it, the equality, yet, yet, I'm not saying that it's equal to Germans, to the Reich laws of the 30s, yet, meaning he's hinting that Later on, let's give, give it a chance. You'll see. We'll, we'll be like the Nazis. But the similarity this, that is too great between what's happening in Israel in the last two years and what happened in Germany in the 30s, if you don't accept that, if you don't see that, you have a problem. And you will be responsible for what might happen here in the future. I mean, this doesn't take... Rocket science to understand what this guy is trying to say. 
that Israel is becoming like Nazi Germany because of a law that's not not even remotely like anything from Nazi Germany. Gets worse. Let's just cover these two uh, pieces here. So the first piece, as I said, it's a little hard to understand. That's why I tried my best to translate it for you. And uh, we'll play these uh, these two clips first. <laughs> If you're not ready to see the similarities between the laws that are being passed by the Israeli Knesset and the laws that were passed in Nazi Germany in the 30s, you are the one that has a problem. And you could be responsible for what's going to happen here, might happen here in the future. I'm, like, speechless. Interestingly, I found this recording this morning, but it's been around for a while. Have you heard about it? No, no, not much was made of it. Doesn't get coverage. And interestingly... American organizations that protested that Michael Ben-Ari was being a candidate for the Knesset and that it was very troubling to these American organizations, they don't seem to have a problem with this guy teaching at the Hebrew U. And by the way, he doesn't deny it. He says in the statement that he gave after this, this was shown on uh, television in Israel, he said, I, that's, this is the way I see it, and, and I give the students a chance to respond, and that's my responsibility as a professor, to, to awaken discussion. To awaken discussion. This is how he's awakening discussion. Now, a student says, this is nothing like Germany. What are you talking about? To which the professor answers, you see, you're repressing. That's the problem. That's the most dangerous thing. Here, listen to this. The student says it is nothing like it's not even close. Everybody here has equal rights. There's a court that everybody can turn to. In fact, later on, this professor turns to the court in order to be allowed to run for the Knesset, and he is allowed, and the people on the right are not. No, but we're like Nazi Germany. It's too similar. And by the way, don't think this is one guy. This is the radical left in Israel. These are the sentiments that they... And the person who was Gan Ramatkal got up at Yom HaShoah a few years back and made a very similar statement. And thankfully, he didn't become the Ramatkal. He, he might have. This is something that they pump into the head of the young people. He continues, Professor Kasif, and he says, I am insistent that you are repressing this. You don't want to look reality in the eye because it's not comfortable for you. If you think that what I'm saying is an opinion, not a fact, I'm very sorry. This is not an opinion. My opinion is much worse. It's much more, uh, not worse, much more far-reaching. Can you imagine what his opinion is? Here, listen to it, word for word. My opinion is much more far-reaching than what I'm saying now. That Israel's laws are too much like the Nazis, are too similar to the Nazi laws. That's a fact. My opinion? Oh, my opinion is much more far-reaching than in the Hebrew University. And then he goes on, I think that this is the biggest lie of everything he has said up until now. Can you imagine there's a bigger lie than what he said until now? He talks about Chol Kahazdara, which we spoke about at great length here in the past, but basically it said, it, it, it's sort of the law of eminent domain, which was if a certain piece of land was built upon innocently, without any knowledge, 
without any proof or knowledge that it belonged to somebody, to an Arab. And later on, years later, they find some possibility that a small part of that piece of land, a little strip in the land, maybe belongs to an Arab, and they can't, in many cases, even find the Arab that it might belong to. And they bring it to court, and the court rules that the whole neighborhood has to be destroyed, like Netivavot, like Amona. Chok Hazdara says that in that case, if the owner is found, he will be compensated, either with other land or with money. It is the most natural law that similar laws exist in other countries. And here he says, I'm going to read it to you. It allows the Jewish population, the Jewish people that are living there, to take over land that is owned by Palestinians and to turn it into their land. That's the way he's explaining the Chok HaZdara. And he's saying that's a fact. It's exactly what happened in Germany in the 30s. Where it was permitted to throw Jews out of their house and have Aryans live there. Can you imagine? This is just like that? Israel's taking Arabs out of the... Arabs every other day are going to the high court and being defended. Jewish areas have been destroyed, homes have been removed, people have been thrown out of their house because it was discovered that some little tiny piece under, under the house might belong to some Arab somewhere who doesn't even know that it belongs to him. I'm going to play the rest of the clip for you. This man is running for Knesset and he will be a member of the next Knesset. And Michael ben Ari is not allowed to run for the Knesset. And that is what the High Court in Israel said. And you know what? It's going to boomerang. Because when people will hear this, they're going to be so frustrated and so angry, it will boomerang. We won't have time to close out with a song, so I will just say the usual thanks to everybody, and we'll move on to Yoni. Just uh, had to play in that last segment. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all your Facebook likes and comments. Thanks to the Stephen Nachum Siegel Network, and my very special thanks as always to Nachum Siegel. Coming up on the Nachum Siegel Network, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review, covering the latest in the world of sports, and then Jake Novak with Novik Now, commenting on stories of the day, and then the great Monday Music Marathon. Until next Monday, following Jamie and the Aim, this is Mayor Weingarten reminding you that nice guys do not finish last. They're just running in a different race.